Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the morning coffee with yours truly, your morning man, the motivator, Jazzy G. Today, my soul motivators is... Motivational Monday. That's right. It's Motivational Monday. And the reason why I call it Motivational Monday today is because I have a special guest on today. And this gentleman that I'm about to introduce to you, he is the creator of 220 Holding. He's a publisher. We met on uh, Clubhouse. You know, I always talk about Clubhouse. I mean, it is the greatest place to network today if you're not on clubhouse you better get on clubhouse but without further ado i want to introduce to you this entrepreneur the one the only mr glenn murray hey glenn how you doing today brother i'm good i'm good i i need your energy like that for on a monday morning <laughs> i need to start drinking coffee or something i don't know because you hey, that's on top you and, and brought me in like i felt really i had to look around and see who you were talking about <laughs> like a motivator a brilliant dude hey that's what the morning coffee is about here in the morning coffee we call it the we call it the new mit motivation inspiration transformation and i want to i want to thank you for being on on Clubhouse, on on uh, me and Tiffany's new uh, club, um, the new MIT, yeah, and uh, it was it was brilliant last Monday. You were definitely on point, and that's why I had to have you on the show today because all the nuggets and jewels you were dropping on on the uh, new MIT on Clubhouse, that room and that that room was was about the the elevator pitch, um, mm-hmm. having the perfect elevator pitch. So and you were just you were just so on point. So I had to have you on today. So I want you to, to tell my soul motivators. That's my audience. I call my audience soul motivators because okay. they get up, get out, and do what they got to do to make it happen for themselves. Cool. So I want you to tell my soul motivators, um, who exactly is Glenn Murray? How did he get started? And what Glenn Murray is all about? And what is exactly 220 holding? Yeah, well, thank you first for um, connecting with me on Clubhouse, and I think we literally were in one room together, and you invited me to your um, to your club, to your room, yes. to talk about yes. Elevator Pitch with Tiffany, and you and I had a great time. So first, thank you, you know, for reaching out. I appreciate the, um, you know, the respect and mutual respect that, that you gave me and I give you on Clubhouse. You, you get that a lot. Um, You're welcome, people. my brother. Yeah. You're so, welcome, my brother. So I had to do that first. But um, about me, uh, Glenn Murray, that's my name. I am from the little town called Memphis, Tennessee. I was born and raised there in that area. Um, 220 Holdings is a parent company. So I kind of changed the name of the company maybe a couple of years ago. But 220 Holdings kind of represents all the companies that I, I have underneath there. So there's publishing, which you mentioned that was a publisher. So 220 Publishing is one of the companies. Uh, mm-hmm. in the family and then we have a fun business i like to call it my wine crawl business we have five franchisees across the country it's a private wine tour business that i started about six seven years ago um 220 publishing has been around now we're in our 11th year so we've published roughly about 
70 different titles across all genres. Um, and then a third business that I have is 220 Media and Marketing, which has kind of sprung up during COVID as the media marketing arm for the other mm-hmm. two businesses and, and just kind of helping with that and, and really centralizing um, marketing resources from PR to social media to digital advertising and really putting it all in one place and being able to service not only our own businesses, but also outside businesses. So that's the third. And I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my other business that's outside of the 220 family, uh, G Rose Productions, which is a production company I started with a young lady named Keisha Rose, who's my partner in the business. Um, we actually produce a show called Live from the Cave, which we just celebrated our second season. We kicked it off Saturday night. So uh, just really excited about the things that we're doing. But that's that's me and that's what I do. Cool, cool. So how did you get started, you know, as an entrepreneur? Oh, man. Um, by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Literally by accident. So it all started at a company way back when in Chicago. And I'm out of the Chicago area now. I've been in Chicago for the last 20-some years, uh, save for a couple of years I was in Atlanta. But started the business really supporting my parents in their art business. They had an African art business, my mom mm-hmm. and my stepfather. He's an artist as well. And um started just supporting them and promoting their art business. And from there, I created a business called Creations, which was an art business. We were kind of like a, you know, a pseudo agent for artists. I didn't know what I was doing completely, but I kind of had a thought. I knew how to market uh, because marketing was my background. I had, you know, I had worked in a few marketing jobs and advertising as well. So I knew a little bit of something about customer gathering and, and direct marketing. So created that business first and you know we do shows around town and things like that so that's that that was kind of my little side thing that i was doing my side hustle right right. from from there um had a good friend named carla curtis um and everything comes full circle because i ended up republishing this book but she had published a book um about single parenting and I'd helped her promote the book. So I created an event called Authors and Artists. And from there, I started to connect with a number of writers who wanted to be part of that event. And we did that event for about five years. And from there, I got the idea that I wanted to get into publishing. I was seeing some things with books and how books were being created and how they were being marketed. And I thought I could really help um, you know, if I learned that process and, and moved through it. So I didn't do it. I loved books and I loved reading, true enough. Right. But I did it more from a business aspect of there's a lot of good writers out there and there are a lot of good books that people don't know about because just they don't know how to tell people about them. Yes. A lot of people just want to write and go. And, you know, it's not what I would advise if you're if you're going to be an author, but that's what was happening. So 220 Publishing was born. So that was probably my first real big venture into doing some big things, bigger things. Um, and it was part of a, a group called 220 Communications, which was kind of the marketing part of that uh, at the time. So that's that's where it started. And that was 11 years ago. We launched with our first book called Making Love Better Together. Um, I mean, uh, Making Love Better Begins Within, sorry, by Yanni Brown. Um, and, you know, just kept publishing local authors in, in Chicago as well as authors across the country. Um, and, and it grew from there. Wine Crawl came from a trip to Napa, and I saw... 
tours that were being given around Napa Valley. And I thought I can do that in Chicago. It's a great city for wine. It's a great city for food. Let me just try this out and see what happens. And I just kind of threw it out there and it sold out. The first one sold out. So being the marketer that I am, I'm like, okay, that's not enough. That's not enough of a sample size, one event. So I kept doing them and they kept being really popular. So it really became a thing after probably the first year. So we would do a spring, summer, um, fall wine crawl and then we go to Napa we started going to Napa maybe about five years ago as well so we've done three trips to Napa um, before COVID hit we were planning a trip to Rome to do a wine crawl in Rome um, also right before COVID hit around mid 2019 I decided I wanted to try to franchise it I had done events in Atlanta Dallas um, and some other places so we actually signed up franchisees in Birmingham Alabama Atlanta Chicago Dallas and the Carolinas so was ready to really take off with wine crawling guess what happened in 2020 we got visited by the big C COVID the other COVID, big C yeah. the second big C COVID did it to all of us yes yes it did it did it, it did it to all of us so pivoting became the keyword became the sexy yes. word for everybody yes. in 2020 yes, so you know that too so yes so you know we took we took a little bit of a hiatus but we're coming back strong we're coming back strong this year our Birmingham franchise just had a walking crawl um, Tish Billingsley is her name she's our franchisee there yeah. and um, they just had a successful walk and crawl and she's going to do that probably once a month to kind of start to get us back in the habit of going out and you know small groups things like that so we just had to refocus and look at it a different way i'm confident that by the end of this year and early next year we will be back strong we're hoping to add maybe three to four more cities um eventually i'd love to have about 25 cities doing wine crawls across the country Okay. Yeah. Now, speaking of pivoting, because mm -hmm. that that's been the key to everything we've been doing uh, from 2020 on, and for myself, I mean, to be honest with you, that's how the Morning Coffee podcast got started from uh, me being shut down because I usually travel and speak. I'm, you know, I'm a motivational speaker, right? And I and I travel from city to city speaking, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere, and yeah. you know. People started telling me, hey, you'd be great to be a podcaster because you come from radio. Give it a try. And, and, and matter of fact, Tiffany Evans, I followed behind her. I was a guest on her show. Mm -hmm. And she gave me the, the notion to say, hey, here's the blueprint. And I followed her. And voila. Nice. <laughs> that's what pivoting. You guys are doing a great job. She was, <laughs> she was great as thank well. You. Shout thank out to you. Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you. But give, give my soul motivated state three tips that they can use at this crucial time to pivot their business? Um, first of all, take a step back and take a deep breath because this isn't the end of the world. Mm -hmm. It is not mm -hmm. over. Right. Um, every day you wake up, you have a chance to press the reset button. That reset button never goes away. As long as right. you're breathing, you have a reset button. So that's the first thing to mm -hmm. remember. No matter what's happened to your business and to you during this time, you have a chance to reset. So take advantage of that. Take advantage of the time that you, you're able to take this break and really look at your entire business and see what's important. Um, I think that's the first thing, the reset. The second thing is start setting long-term, medium-term, and short-term goals. Um, mm -hmm. By doing that, and I talk about the middle, it's what's in the middle. 
that really makes a difference because you can set a long-term goal of, okay, in five years, I want to be in at a million dollars of sales or whatever. And that's great. Right, right. And that's wonderful. And you should have those goals. Um, right. But what are you doing to work toward that in the short term and then the midterm? Exactly. Short term meaning what can you do this week to accomplish what you need to? What are the three things you can accomplish this week? And then midterm is what are the three things you can accomplish in the next 90 to 120 days? Start right. to chop it up. You know, you don't sit down. Well, I can, but I don't sit down to eat a whole pie. And I decide I'm just going to take the whole pie and stuff it in my mouth. I cut it in pieces. <laughs> right. And you cut it in pieces and you work your way through that pie. Um, but it's the same way with business. you got to work your way through it. You can't eat the entire goal in one exactly, fell swoop. Exactly. You know? and, and, you know, and, and then stay away from the naysayers. Know that you know what you know. Know that there's a reason for you being in that mm -hmm. business. A lot of people, um, you know, your passion becomes your purpose. So if your business is your passion, you're going to find your purpose in it. So make sure that you're staying on course and understand that. And I say know what you know, um, because I go into rooms in Clubhouse and I'm, I'm, you know, I'll ask questions and, and a lot of it is confirmation for the stuff I already know, honestly. Right. You know, sometimes people drop gems and sometimes you already hold the gems in your pocket when you walk in the door. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. remember that. Know what you know. Um, yeah. Nobody knows your business better than you. So become an expert at your business and it will grow. Right. Okay. Cool. Now, now your, your show that you mentioned earlier, live mm -hmm. from the cave. Now, what what is live from the cave exactly? And and, and oh, how man. can you find it? It's fun. You you're gonna be a guest on there, so you'll be able to find it soon. Okay. I'm inviting you well, okay. on very soon. Uh, all right. I'm, to I'm, be I'm a with guest. it. But I'm live, with it, brother. <laughs> so live from the cave is kind of a great example of pivoting. So we were doing some studio shows with Indie Network, uh, IND. E network, um, which you can find online on Facebook, and they also it's a streaming service available anywhere. But um, we were doing some in studio shows. Yanni Brown, who I mentioned was my first author, was also the first show I produced. We produced a show with her called Making Love Better Together, and it, um, you know, that was 2019, and we finished the season there in the studio, and then COVID shut us down. And mm. we were thinking, okay, what are the things we could do? Um, how can we still keep these shows going? Or what are other ideas we had? So uh, a couple of guests. We had done a show called Yanni Invades the Man Cave. So it was Yanni coming and talking to me and a couple of other guys. And we thought about it. We were like, okay, the Man Cave would be a great show. And especially yeah. during COVID. So um, it's myself, Sean Mason, who's our host, Mel Roberson, who is um, Chicago. He's in, based in Chicago. All of us are based in Chicago. Mel's an actor. Uh, he's been in Chicago PD. He's a poet um, and a businessman, motivational speaker, great person. He'd be a great guest for your show, as, will, oh, as would Sean good, Mason. Good. Yeah, Sean Mason's the host. Sean's an amazing speaker. And I don't know if you saw some pictures that we've been posting of the four of us, but Sean took those pictures. He's also a photographer, Evan Marcus photography, a gifted okay. photographer. And then Robert Hazard, who's a businessman. I've known Robert for 10 plus years. He's always come to wine crawls and to events at their own. So we own each other. And he's just been a great addition to the team as well. So it's the four of us. And then we have a fifth person. That's always a rotating guest, but we talk about everything. We uh, we're on, on Saturday nights at nine central 10 Eastern. Um, we do Facebook live. You can catch us there, and then you can catch the replay on Instagram and also on the Indie TV channel and the Indie TV YouTube channel. Um, but we've done 52 shows. We did this for a year. We started during the pandemic, 
And, you know, it just really became a safe space for men to talk about everything from relationships to sports to TV to current events and everything in between. You know, we even had some special shows during the George Floyd murder um, where we talked about that and just, you know, this plight of African-Americans. And it's a diverse show. We've invited guests on uh, from all walks of life and all races because we really want to get a perspective from all men. So it's just been a really good show the comments the compliments we've gotten on it the people who've said how the show has helped them and how much they enjoy hearing us talk um it's really it's gone way beyond what we thought it would be um and it's been very supportive of all of us as we go through you know that year of covid and losing people and things like that so we've kind of been each other's support system as well so it was almost therapy for us to do this show. And now we celebrated a year a couple of weeks ago and we kicked off our um, our second season this past Saturday. So just, yeah, it's just an exciting show. And I'll send you, you, you can check some clips out, but we definitely would love to have you on there. I think you'd be a great addition yeah, as a guest that. one week. Definitely. Now, now, Glenn, I want you to tap in just uh, briefly on your publishing company, 220 Publishing. Sure. And, um, because you know you have a, you have a lot of my listeners, um, they want to be writers, they want to be you know authors, but don't know how to start, know where to go. You know, sometimes they ask me a lot about it because you know I'm an author of two books, two published mm-hmm. books, and I got uh, two more coming, which was done already. It's just that we had to put them on hold because of COVID, mm-hmm. and because uh, we didn't know what was going on, how things were going, but. Um, so a lot of time they ask me, well, how do you get started? How do you do this? And how do I write? I want to write, but they always give me the, I want to write, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So, you know, and I, and my answer to them is always, but just write, just write. You know, my, my best friend always said, just write, just write. And that's what I did. You know, I wrote from my pain came my books and, uh, but yeah. I, yeah. And you how, shared that on the, on the, um, in the room and, yeah. and my heart reaches out to you. I lost my mom yeah. in 2016. Yeah. So that's, cancer, so yeah, that's what, yeah, that's where it came from. But um, tell tell my listeners uh, how they can get started in in writing books and and get published. Yeah, so just writing definitely you should write, um, but definitely have a goal in mind and and understand that you're telling a story, whether that story is fiction or whether that story is nonfiction and, and very personal. Um, you want to keep your reader engaged in it. So so understand that. But yeah, definitely write, but also. Look at who some of your favorite writers are and see what they do. See how mm-hmm. they write. What's their style? You know, you, you know. if you were an actor, you would study your favorite actor. If you're a writer, right. you'd study your favorite writer. If you're a sports, you know, if you're an athlete, you're going to look at your favorite athlete and emulate them. Same thing for writing. It's, it's, um, it's repetition. Um, it, it builds that writing muscle. It builds that education about it. Read the books that you want to, be, to write about. Read the type of books you want to be a, be an author of um, and study that. When you're ready to write, uh, you know, make sure that your story is clear and concise. What we ask for when we are looking for people who want us to publish them, we, we ask them for the first three chapters and a synopsis. The first three chapters tells me if you're going to keep me engaged in that book. The right. synopsis tells me if you know what you're writing about. Do you know your story? If you remember the old-fashioned book reports, like you'd stand up in front of the class and right. you'd tell about Shakespeare or whatever, I mean, about Romeo and Juliet or Beowulf or whatever you were reading, you had to give a quick, you know, five, ten-minute book report on it. Right. And you right, also exactly. have to write one and have a written one as well. So I have people write me a book report. Tell me about your book in one page. 
tell me what happens beginning to end. Give me the highlights. I want to see, can you tell me this story? Um, that's kind of your elevator. You, that's your mini elevator pitch. Maybe it's an extended elevator ride, but it's an extended elevator pitch to me to tell me if you know where you're going with your writing. You don't have to be finished with it, but you have to kind of know where you're going with it. Right, right. Yeah, so those are those are some of the tips I give. Also, remember, your journey starts the day you decide you want to be an author. So yes. you need to know that you are promoting your book. You, you're, it's a business now. If you're an author, you're a business. You can't separate the two. You can't, I just want to write, and I just want somebody else to do all the work for you. Because those right. things are kind of over with. Unless you're a celebrity and you can get a ghostwriter and you can get a contract that will pretty much pay to sell your book, then you need to get in there and grind, grind and, exactly. and sell your book. And exactly. When people invest. come to me and go, well, how, how many books are you going to sell? I tell them not. they want to invest. How many are you going <laughs> to sell for like. yourself? Is no, the question. Exactly. I'm going to give, like as a publisher, like I'm going to right. So you want to talk to them about, about I'm right. put, you know, when you start writing, when you sign your deal, when you make that decision, when you get your, you know, your proof back, when you see your you see the copy of your book, see that cover design, um, when the book is coming, when you get your first shipment of books, things like that. So I talk a lot about that in my book. Uh, it's called You Wrote It, Now Go Sell It. And it's just simple tips for authors to when they're putting together uh, their marketing plan and their marketing package for their books. Uh, but it's so important that you're, you have to understand you're a business, whether you want to or not. But, writing that book makes you a public figure that makes you a business and you need to treat yes. it as such and yes. what do businesses do they plan they market they pivot they plan for future they plan they do short-term mid-term and long-term planning those are the things you need to think about as an author the days are gone where you could just write a book somebody writes you a check and you just kind of sit back and they tell you where to go sign books at um covid so people were still putting out books and still being successful. We had our biggest run, our most successful run in the last six months. Um, mm. So through COVID and everything else, we had two number one books, a couple of top tens, a couple of top fifties, uh, best-selling books. Great. So, um, you know, I am here to tell people, you know, you can do it despite anything that's going on around the world. You want to do it. And your want has to be stronger than anything else. Indeed, indeed. So tell my listeners, my soul motivators, where they can get in touch with you and what is your next uh, happening, what's going on with you in Clubhouse. Just lay it all out, my brother. The floor is yours. All right, I can do that. Uh, so to get in touch with me, you can reach me through social media. Uh, my Instagram is Glenn220, and on Facebook, it's Glenn Murray. I have a couple of pages on there. Um, you can go through the 220 Publishing or the Wine Crawl Tasty Experience pages on Facebook, so contact me there. Um, our website's 220books.com and wine-crawl.com, wine-crawl.com, and we have ways to contact us there as well. So looking forward to hearing from people. The next big thing for us, um, we've got a couple of big releases coming out that I'm really proud of. One is Faith Failure Success Volume 2. 
called Surviving the Storm. Uh, really looking forward to that release. And also, I'm participating in a release with 13 other men called Lessons for the Little Boy. I actually write a letter to my younger self in there. That's mm. my, my chapter. And it's it's really um, very introspective. And just I, I dug deep on that one, honestly, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, okay. And all the men did. So really looking forward to that. And that, that's one we'll want to definitely have on your show, talk to you about later. So those are the two oh, next big moves there. Yeah. For Wine Crawl, we're, we're ripping the band-aid, band-aid off and we're coming back out post-COVID. Uh, Birmingham has already started. So Atlanta, Dallas, Carolinas, and Chicago, we're hoping to get started soon. We're looking at a return trip to Napa. Um, all in like late 2021, early 2022. So hoping to get back up to full strength. If you have any listeners in Houston or D.C. or Miami, or some other cities that are interested in actually becoming franchisees, I would love to talk to them. So get at me as cool. soon as you can. So thank you very much for this opportunity as well. Just want to, you know, give you your flowers. If if a man can give another man flowers, you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, we'll say I, I'm and a, I I'm thank you and I give you yours, my brother. I, give I you appreciate yours. it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Definitely, thank you definitely. for having me on. And, and I thank you for being on. Matter of fact, what, I, what I'm thinking about doing, because uh, Tony and I was looking for a new publishing home for our book, um, Hip Hop Proverbs. So cool. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that off off the air, my brother, Let's and talk. see how that, that works out and everything. But I thank you for coming on the morning coffee and dropping those Jews and, and, and um, laying down those nuggets because I was definitely uh, picking up what you were putting down, my brother. So <laughs> I appreciate I, you, man. I so thank you. I so thank you. And I, I got to get back on your room, um, 220, because, you know, on, on Clubhouse is this yeah. great. Club so, 220, yes. Yeah, Club 220 is the bomb. So I, I definitely got to join you guys. I definitely got to have you you guys, you know, you know, in the cave, come on to the new MIT and, and have a special room. We, we, we're going to do it up, brother. So Yeah, we would love to. We talked about it this weekend, so yes. all the fellows are, yes. are in with it, so we'd love to do that. Okay, cool, cool. So, so, uh, so uh, Glenn, um, again, I want to give you your flowers coming on the morning <laughs> coffee, <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, on, on this uh, Motivational Monday, okay, so because my soul motivators, I'm, I'm, I want to reach out to you in Texas and all, and and I want you to get with Glenn and and check him out and everything like that, and and definitely check out uh, the 220 Publishing. So Glenn, again, thank you, my brother. Um, this has been a, a a super motivational Monday. All right, my pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you, and keep doing what you're doing. You are listening to Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Now, let's get back to inspiring conversations. Powered by Raven International. And I'm back, beloveds. Once again, I want to thank uh, Mr. Glenn Murray for being such a gracious and um, positive guest today on the morning coffee. Um, on this motivational Monday, I want to thank him wholeheartedly. And uh, yes, I do want to give him his flowers because this brother is definitely doing his thing, and he's so inspiring. He is what the new MIT is all about: motivation, inspiration, transformation, leadership, iron sharpening iron. That's exactly that's what the epitome of someone like Glenn Murray 
is truly about. And I want to thank him again for coming on the morning coffee. So uh, my soul motivators, uh, definitely, definitely, you want to definitely want to follow those dreams and take those paths that were uh, lined out for you. You definitely want to go in those directions, in that direction. And that's what it's all about here on the morning coffee. Taking that chance. You know, when things are presented to you, I talk time and time again about when opportunity knocks, you must op open up the door, let op opportunity in, welcome opportunity in, allow opportunity to stay a while <laughs> and bring good company and good energy. And, and that's that's what it does for you. And that's what it's all about. My soul motivators on this motivational Monday. So right now I'm going to take our deep breaths and clear our mind, our body, and our spirits and say our uh, daily affirmation prayer so we can uh, set our Monday off the right way <laughs> right here in May because, uh, you know, things are moving so fast, you know, right now. But um, I know things are a little different for people right now. And when I say different, because things are happening. You know, you, you see certain parts of the country we have in the gas crisis. And, and so people are panicking a little bit and doing certain things that they shouldn't be doing, you know. And I'm, I'm watching some of you collect gas improperly. And, you know, I think we're going to have to have a, a public service announcement to start going out to people about properly storing gas you know I, I don't think we should be storing gas like it's the end of the world let's not do that because I, i've already seen tragedy struck in south carolina and i knew that was about to happen and i pray that it doesn't happen again so let's say our protection prayer affirmation for not only ourselves but for those out there that need it just the same. So let's take our deep breath. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Breathe out. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Breathe out. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Breathe out. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. That is your protection prayer affirmation for the day, beloveds. I want you to take that with you to work, school, or play. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Y'all have a blessed, blessed motivational Monday. Keep doing your thing. Look out for one another. That's what God had intended for us to look out for one another. So let's do that, beloveds. Y'all have a blessed, blessed motivational Monday. And uh, I'll see you later. Peace.